lawyer by training, writer and teacher by choice. Originally from New York, I am a proud wife and mother living in Los Angeles. Join me as we delve into the Holy Torah's teachings and apply them to our lives. I keep it short and sweet, but always deep. Welcome. Hi, welcome back. I want to dedicate this week's podcast to the memory of Rabbi Abraham J. Chorsky, MD. He was a rabbi and psychologist who actually specialized in substance abuse. He ran a rehab in Pittsburgh called Gateways, and he wrote 90 books. And what's so crazy is that his 90th book was published just recently, and he passed away from COVID on his ninth at the age of 90. (laughs) So pretty impressive. He wrote a book for each year he was alive. And his newest book, I just bought it, is called Talis and Tefillin, Bagels and Locks, Two Components to Living a Spiritual Life. I've only read one chapter, but so far it's very good. And Rabbi Tversky's writings really have affected me personally. Um, I love his Haggadah, From Bondage to Freedom. And I highly, highly recommend getting it for Pesach, for Passover. And he also has a book that could be good for coping during COVID times called It's Not As Tough As You Think, Smoothing Out Life's Bumps. And another book I've read by him that I really recommend is Lights Along the Way, which is his commentary on the famous book, Masilis Yasharim, or Path of the Just, which is a classic book in Judaism by the Ramchal. And it's his kind of modern commentary on it, which it's really amazing. So this this podcast should be a merit for him and Analia for his neshama, his soul. So this week's Parsha, Parsha Zitro, it's a big one. It's when the Jews are in the desert and they go to Mount Sinai and Hashem gives them the Torah, like really big stuff going on here. And if you were like me, I was always very skeptical of the whole revelation at Mount Sinai, but I actually did an episode when I first started the podcast called Shavuos, Humility and Growth. So if you're interested in learning more about that, um, please check out that episode. And we are given the Ten Commandments. There's so much in this Parsha that we could focus on. I mean, respecting your parents, not worshiping other gods besides Hashem, and not coveting what other people have. There's so, so much. But I want to focus on one line in this week's Parsha that I feel has spoken to me personally and what I'm going through. It's very hard for me to speak about things um, unless I really feel like personally related to them. Like I really try to speak from the heart. So this was a line in this week's Parsha that really spoke to me and gave me chizuk, gave me inspiration and encouragement, and I hope it'll do the same for you. Hashem tells Moshe to tell the Jewish people before they come to Mount Sinai, You saw that which I did to Egypt, and I carried you on the wings of eagles, and I brought you to me. So what is this idea of eagles' wings? Because every word in the Torah, every letter is intentional, and it's deliberate, and it's filled with meaning. So I want to take a few minutes to look at this idea of Hashem carrying us out of Egypt on eagles' wings and what we're meant to take from this. We're all familiar with cycles of light and dark, times when We feel very close to Hashem and things are going very well and smoothly and we see his hand so clearly in our lives. And then times when things are not going so smoothly and we're struggling and we really feel very alone and in the dark. And an analogy for understanding how Hashem interacts with us is a father teaching a child to walk. At first, the father holds the child's hand. 
But at a certain point, he needs to let the child walk on his own. And the only way he can do this is to let go of his hand. And sometimes the child will fall, but the father will be right there to pick him back up. So too is our relationship with Hashem. Sometimes Hashem kind of pulls back, so to speak, or hides himself, so to speak, so that we can exercise our free will and grow on our own to become the people that we need to be. In Rabbi Tversky's new book, Talis and Tefillin, Bagels and Locks, he makes a point that shows just how appropriate this analogy of the father and child is in terms of our relationship with Hashem. He says that prior to giving the Torah at Mount Sinai, which is literally taking place in this week's Parsha, Hashem said that the Jewish people are to be a holy nation and we're to see ourselves as children of Hashem and that this parent-child relationship is irrevocable. And it was only after we accepted this unique relationship that we were given the mitzvos. And Rabbi Tversky says that Hasidic rabbis have said, the greatest sin a Jew can do is to forget that he's a child of Hashem. So there are times where Hashem has to let go of our hands, so to speak, so that we can kind of spread our own wings and grow on our own. And a way to really appreciate this is to look at the Hebrew word for an angel versus a man. An angel is referred to as an omed, one who stands, because angels stay in one place and serve Hashem. They, they see Hashem very clearly and they have no doubts and really no free will and they are meant to serve Hashem. But man is referred to as a holech, a mover, one who moves from place to place, hopefully achieving higher levels of divine awareness and connection. And so this is what separates us from angels, the ability to go hopefully higher and higher in achieving our potential. So how does this relate to the idea of eagle's wings? Rabbi Kiva Brach has a great book, which is basically Hasidic commentary on the Torah called From Behind the Curtain. And he explains that being carried on the wings of eagles is a reference to the times that we feel close to Hashem, when we're very aware of his presence. I mean, literally imagine flying on the wings of an eagle. It's like you're not even doing anything. You're just being carried. And it's, and it's so beautiful and so smooth. And I'm sure we can all point to times in our lives where we felt Hashem carrying us, so to speak, so smoothly and so clearly. I really relate to this idea of, of being carried on eagles' wings because when I was in high school, the cool thing to do was to go to a big sports school like University of Michigan or University of Wisconsin, places where most of my friends in high school ended up. And that's where I thought I was going to go. Really, I was more, you know, a book type, like I didn't really care so much about sports and really a small liberal arts school was more appropriate for me, but I didn't fully realize that. And so it happened to be my mom kept encouraging me to visit Emory. So we went and visited. And for those who have not been to Emory, it's really a beautiful campus. It's like Italian Renaissance architecture and just a very beautiful place. So, you know, obviously I was like, okay, of course I would go here. So I applied early and I got in. And when I got there, I learned that the mascot for the athletics is an eagle. And it was at Emory where my Jewish journey actually really began. I always say I'm from the five towns, but I actually had to go to Atlanta, Georgia <laughs> to find my way back to my Jewish roots. But it's really true. And just the whole way that I ended up going to Israel through the campus rabbi and how I really began to find myself at Emory, I, I really felt like I wasn't doing so much. Hashem was kind of like leading me to where I needed to go to become the person I needed to be. I mean, it was an amazing experience. So I really felt that I was being carried on eagle's wings at that time in my life. 
Rabbi Brock says something very interesting. He shares, and I never knew this, that every 10 years, an eagle's wings fall to the ground. And he says that that period is referring to the distance we sometimes feel between us and Hashem. And I definitely can relate, <laughs> relate to this. I'm sure everyone can. There are times where we're just like, wait, Hashem, where did you go? You know? And I know I had this experience when I first got married and we moved out to Los Angeles and I barely knew anyone and I was newly married and I was so overwhelmed. I felt so disoriented. And I read about this at the end of the book. I, I met with my now rabbi, Rabbi Graydon, and I said, I, I, I don't feel like Hashem is with me. I feel so alone. I don't, I don't see why I'm here. Like it just seems so random. I don't feel like I'm being led anywhere. But of course, you know, once we spent more time there and, you know, now we're in Israel, but we spent five years in Los Angeles and I could for sure say that it was so meant to be that we were there and that we had that time there. So sometimes we can't always see Hashem's hands. And what are we meant to do during those times where we fell to the ground, so to speak? (laughs) Rabbi Brock makes the following point, and I think it's really true, that these moments that we feel low or distant from Hashem They're not like our failed efforts or just like the fact that we're like, you know, we're trying, but we're failing. It's a necessary part of a healthy and lively service of Hashem. We need to keep moving. We need to keep growing and we need to exercise our free will. And that can only happen through going through times of challenge. That's just that's just what it is. And Hasidic literature, Rabbi Brooke explains that in order for one to really attain ultimate happiness and experience like sublime light and connection to Hashem, one must first experience darkness and oppression. It's just, it's necessary. And the Baal Shem Tov, who was the founder of, of Hasidic, Hasidic thought, his, him and his students would say, a pleasure which is constant is no pleasure at all. And we've spoken about this, you know, eating the same steak dinner, pizza dinner every night eventually will make you sick. You know, we need to go through kind of withdrawals (laughs) in order to appreciate what we have. And I think we can all relate to this, especially now that our lives have been so restricted with lockdown and, you know, we want to see family and friends and we're not able to, you know, how much more are we we going to appreciate when we can see our family and friends after having gone through this ordeal? So the Jews had gone through this cycle in in Egypt and then in the desert to really ready themselves to experience the revelation at Mount Sinai being receiving the Torah. I mean, it's really amazing when you think about it, like Hashem is saying, I took you out on Eagle's wings. He performed all the plagues, the miracles of splitting of the sea. I mean, Hashem literally carried the Jewish people out. They, they barely did anything and he was just taking them out. I mean, they did, they did have to put in some effort on their part, but overall it was Hashem who took them out and it was so smooth and his hand was so clear and then they fell, so to speak, to the ground in the desert. We see they question if Hashem's even with them at a certain point. They're complaining of hunger and thirst. And it's like, oh, hello, like, how could you complain? How, how could you question if Hashem is with you? It's like, I don't understand. Didn't you just like witness miracles like five minutes ago? But this is why, because this is the necessary cycle. We go through periods of closeness and then we go through periods of distance in our relationship to Hashem. I heard an amazing quote when I was learning at Neve many years ago from Rabbi Daniel Katz, an amazing Torah teacher, and he said, in the light, you need to look for the truth, and in the dark, you need to stay true to the light. And I write about this in my book, and this quote has always stuck with me because, there, like I said, there are times we feel very connected and Hashem's hand is so clear, and during those times, I actually even try to write my clarity down <laughs> to refer back to it in times of disconnection, and when I really feel distant from Hashem and I'm struggling, 
I literally need to say to myself out loud, Hashem loves you, Hashem is with you, because intellectually, at, at that point, it's just intellectual. I know it's true intellectually, but I'm not feeling that that's true. And we've spoken about this before, that Amuna is being faithful to what you know intellectually to be true. So during those times of distance, I need to remind myself intellectually, I know Hashem's with me because I've experienced it so clearly before many times, and I don't feel it now, but that doesn't mean he's not there. He's just let go of my hands so that I can walk a little bit on my own, but he's here with me and I will see and feel his connection soon again. And I'm choosing to emotionally stay faithful to that intellectual knowledge. To sum up, it's natural to go through times where we feel close to Hashem and then times where we feel distant from Hashem. But the feeling of distance is an illusion because Hashem's always right there with us. He's just giving us the space that we need to exercise our own free will and achieve our potential. And the fact that Hashem chose to take us out of Egypt on eagle's wings represents his intense love and care for us like a father to a child. And we need to remind ourselves of this, that Hashem loves us and is with us even when we feel distant. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed what you heard, please subscribe to the podcast and share. And if you could write a review on Apple Podcasts, I would be so grateful. Take care.